Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of A Year of No Fear. Today I'm going to be reading in the book of 2 Kings chapter 6 verses 8 through 17. And this is the story of Elisha and the servant. And I've already talked about this story before. I mean, I guess I'll just jump right jump right into it. So starting off in verse 8, it says, When the king of Aram was at war with Israel, he would confer with his officers and say, We will mobilize our force at such a place. But immediately, Elisha, the man of God, would warn the king of Israel, Do not go near that place, for the Arameans are planning to mobilize their troops there. So the king of Israel would send word to the place indicated by the man of God. Time and time again, Elisha warned the king so that he would be on alert there. The king of Aram became very upset over this. He called his officers together and demanded, Which of you is the traitor? Who has been informing the king of Israel my plans? It is not us, my lord, the king. One of the officers replied, Elisha, the prophet in Israel, tells the king of Israel even the words you speak in the privacy of your bedroom. Go and find out where he is, the king commanded, so I can send troops to seize him. And the report came back. Elisha is at Dothan. So one night the king of Aram sent a great army with many chariots and horses to surround the city. When the servant of the man of God got up early the next morning and went outside, there were troops and horses and chariots everywhere. Oh, sir, what will we do now? The young man cried to Elisha. Don't be afraid, Elisha told him, for there are more on our side than on theirs. Then Elisha prayed, O Lord, open his eyes and let him see. The Lord opened the young man's eyes, and when he looked up, he saw that the hillside around Elisha was filled with horses and chariots of fire. Hallelujah. So there's so much to this story. First, I'll just start off with like we as born again believers have total right. Even then, you know, Elisha wasn't a man that was saved. He wasn't born again. Like he had the salvation of the Lord, but he didn't have the covenant that we have now. We have a better covenant than Elisha did. So how much greater should be should we be walking in these things? Elisha and Elijah are two different people, but in the book of James, it says Elijah was a man just like a human, just like the rest of us. But when he called fire or when he called rain down, it rained. So these were men just like we are. And God told him, first of all, God told him the plans of the enemy. And second of all, he had heaven's armies on his side. He allowed the servant guy to see into the spirit, into the spirit realm. So as a born-again believer, we don't have to be afraid. Elisha says, do not be afraid, for there are more on our side than on theirs. The Bible says, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I have someone greater on my side than any enemy that's in the world, any devil that's in the world. All of hell can come against a child of God, but we will still prevail if you're walking in the power and the authority and the identity that God has given you. We are seated in heavenly places. We have a better covenant than they had. We have the Holy Spirit, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, living in us. We have Jesus who already got the victory for us. And the Father, the Lord of hosts, Lord of heaven's army, sovereign God, God Almighty, the all-powerful God on our side. And on top of that, we have heaven's army at our dispense. We can command angels to go and fight for us in the spirit. We can tell angels where to go. We can send them. And that's why I said 
all of hell can rise against you. Satan and all of his demons can rise against you, but you will not be overtaken because you are more than a conqueror in all things. And the Bible says that there is no weapon that the enemy will form against you that will prosper. But you have to be walking in victory. If you're walking defeated, if you're walking in defeat as a born again believer and you think the enemy can overtake you and you think that there is an attack of the enemy that can prosper against you, you're, you have a defeated mindset, you're living a defeated lifestyle. And yes, the enemy can overtake you in this life. I mean, you'll go to heaven. And there will be no harm that touches you there. But the Bible says here on earth, there will be no weapons that are formed against you that will prosper. In Psalm 91, we are protected here on earth. If you make the Lord your dwelling and you rest in the shadow of the Almighty, the Lord will protect you from the fiery flames or the fiery arrows of the enemy, the pestilence that stalks in the nighttime, the terrors of the night plagues that try to come against your body. The Bible says a thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but it will not touch you. There is nothing that can touch you, but you have to be dwelling in the shadow of the almighty and you have to be walking in your God-given identity. Because if you say, I'm so weak, and if you say, I can't do that, or if you say, like, who am I? I, Who am I to do this? I'm just a weak, broken person. No, the Bible does not say you're weak and broken. The Bible says, let the weak say that I am strong. You are not a weak person. You're not broken. You're clothed in robes of righteousness. You're seated in heavenly places with Jesus. You are joint heirs with the Lord Jesus Christ. And it doesn't matter what enemy, what demonic enemy comes against your life because you have the Lord that is on your side. And he is all powerful. He is victorious. He's already won. And the enemy, he's placed the enemy under your feet. And there's nothing that you have to do. Like there's, he's already under your feet. You're not trying to get him under your feet. If you know who you are, if you know that I am a child of the most high God, if you know that I am a joint heir with the Lord Jesus Christ, that I am seated in heavenly places with him, if you know that you are more than a conqueror, If you know that you are above only and never beneath, that you are the head and never the tail. If you know these things, you are above the enemy. He is under your feet and there's nothing that you do to get him under your feet because that's just where he is. That's where Jesus placed him. But if you allow him, he will rise up from that. If you are not walking in the identity that God has given you. If you are a defeated person, if you're a defeated Christian, then there will be harm that comes against you. The Bible says that the enemy or that the devil roams around like a roaring lion seeking who he can devour. So, yeah, he's roaming around, but he's not going to try to devour somebody that he knows has full confidence in their in their God who has faith, pure faith. And I talked about pure faith being faith just regular faith last week. Hebrews 11.1 1 says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. It's in the amplified version, it says, now faith is the assurance, title deed, 
confirmation of things hoped for, divinely guaranteed, and the evidence of things not seen, the conviction of their reality. Faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by physical senses. So if the enemy knows that you have confident assurance in the word of God and confident assurance and you have divine guarantees and confident assurance of who you are in Christ, he will not try to devour you. There will be no weapon that is formed against you that will prosper. If he roams around like a roaring lion trying to find someone who he can devour, do you think that he's really going to waste his time with somebody that he knows is going to be able to take authority and dominion over him? And not to say that you'll never have another attack from the enemy, not to say that you won't ever have another temptation, but I'm saying that it is a lot easier to take somebody out who doesn't know their identity in Christ. It's a lot easier to take out somebody who already has a defeated mindset. It's a lot easier when somebody lets things, when life and death are in the power of the tongue, it's a lot easier when you're speaking death over yourself, when you're saying, oh, I'm weak, oh, I'm broken, oh, I'm just a piece of dirt that God blew um, breath into, I'm a sinner saved by grace. We're all sinners. If you're letting those things come out of your mouth, it is a lot easier for the enemy to overtake you. He's not a, he's not a kind, you know, he's not a kind enemy. He doesn't have mercy. He doesn't have grace. Those are things that God has. He has no mercy. So he will take out the weak. Just in the same way that when lions go hunting, if there's an animal that is already like injured or broken or like has it like a broken leg or something, if there's already an animal that's injured or even the weak ones, even like the babies, the lion will go after the easier target. The predator, the enemy, he will go around, he will go after the one that's already easiest to take out. So you have to, have to, have to realize who you are in the Lord Jesus Christ. Because you are not weak. You have the spirit of the living God in you. And if you say that I am weak, what are you saying about the Lord? Because he is not weak. He is living in you. You have a new nature. You have a new identity. You were born again. You are not the same person that you used to be. Maybe you used to be weak, but you are now strong because Jesus has made you strong. I do this for my daughter and maybe some of you guys need to do this for yourself. But every day I make her say, I have joy because Jesus gave me joy. Some of you guys need to say, I am strong because Jesus made me strong. Joel chapter 3 verse 10 says, beat your plowshares into swords and your pruning hooks into spears. Let the weak say, I am strong. Some of you guys need to say that I am strong. That needs to be your confession until you believe it because you are strong. Because Jesus, because the Lord, the Holy Spirit living in you is strong. He did not give you a spirit that was weak or defeated. Walk in the victory that the Lord has given you. You didn't have to do anything to earn your salvation the same way you didn't have to do anything to earn the victory. It's already yours. You don't have to try to get victory. You already have it. It is a part of who you are as a born again believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I'll be talking to you guys again tomorrow with another episode of A Year of No Fear. Bye. I love you guys.